Welcome to the Happiness Injection with me, Shonette. Woohoo! I'm going to get you off your head with happiness without drugs or alcohol. No way! Um, I wanted to talk today about mourning um, because there's a lot of mourning. And culturally in the UK, if you're not from the UK, listen to this, but in the UK we love to mourn, we mourn about the weather. It's been really sunny, everybody's mourned about it being hot. Now it's really windy today. I think everybody, I know what everybody's going to say when I go out in the streets, going to be like, oh, it's very windy, it's blustery. Do you know what? Isn't that fantastic? Get your washing on the line and it's going to save you an absolute fortune. <laughs> now, the truth is, uh, even I, as a, a positive person, will confess, I'll have, have a little moan about things. But actually, like, if you're mourning, I think what you should think to yourself, it's a bit like obvious happiness, you know, I know to smile, I know to do this, but am I actually doing it? When you're mourning, like, what is the real problem that you've got? And and is it even a real problem? So, this week, um, my t- two of my children are home and they're sharing a car. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a nana, but when I was 17, 18, I didn't have a car. I drove my mum sometimes if she let me, but I didn't have a car till I was actually working when I was 22. So I don't want to say to them, you know, get a bit of gratitude for your little car, but they're sharing a car and it's gone quite well. But when I came in the other night from work, there'd been a petrol incident. And the petrol incident is one of them, and I'm not going to say because they could use this as evidence against each other, is one of them is driving the car, using all the petrol while the other is putting the petrol in. Although the other one forgot to tell the other one that they just, I can't even say which sex because it's two different sexes of children. But one keeps coming and borrowing money off me by complaining that she's using all the petrol. So he's on to a winner. It's really, it's my petrol that they're both using. So the thing about this is he's going on and on and on for like a whole, like, gosh, as and I said to him, do you need a magic wand? Now, if you have never, ever heard of our magic wand therapy, basically, it's called magic wand therapy. You get a magic wand, you get a morning partner, you go to your morning partner, you say, I need you to get your magic wand out, okay? They get their wand out. Don't say this to untrained people, though, because anything could happen. Then they give you three minutes to mourn, and you put this on your lips. Now, They get it off their chest and then you do like a rainbow arch and that means get over it. Because lots of things that we mourn about we can't do anything about. But what this has taught me in life is to listen to people mourning, not for a long period of time, offer a solution or offer a can you do anything about this? Well, not really. Okay, get over it. (laughs) So harsh, but actually... Three minutes morning is enough, people. How much time do you spend actually talking about happiness things? Like, you know, we used to do a thing around the kitchen table when the children were younger where we would say what was brilliant in our day, but the children were quite funny. It was quite a comedy thing. You know, what was brilliant in your day? Because I like to pretend I'm Mrs. Walton, but I'm not really. I'm like Mrs. Walton. Um, I don't know what a description is. Uh, What's them monsters? 
the Adams family. I'm like Mrs. Wallen with the Adams family. <laughs> oh, it's so wrong to make yourself laugh. Why it's all right? Um, and they used to be like, oh, I like this, I like that. But actually, like. We spend so much time mourning. And do you know what I said to him? He was mourning. And I said, do you need me to get my magic wand out? And he started laughing. And I said, because why don't you just take some money out of my purse, go and fill the car up, and then have a discussion with your sister, not via text, like face-to-face. And, oh, I just told you. <laughs> it's like Cluedo. <laughs> You'll have to rewind back to see who it was. Um. You know, why don't you just have a face-to-face conversation on? It made me laugh. So, what else? What else is a big problem? What isn't a really big problem, you know? Like, um, my daughter, you probably heard me whinging about her one of the other ones because uh, I've got loads of them, haven't I? Uh, her bedroom is an absolute tip. I'm not lying. It's I, I, I've never seen anything like it. I, I, feel, I feel like I should Facebook picture it, just the pride of the mess that she has achieved it's like gold medal standard of mess um and i was i've been, i've asked it uh, probably it's june now so i've probably been asking for four months for her to tidy it you know because she's i don't want to throw this out there anyone but she's 21 <laughs> it's not like a little girl like tidy your own mess up this is what's the problem with littering in society because nobody has ever said to them as a child tidy up your own mess you know, like if I walk past litter, I'll pick it up and I'll put it in a bin because, it, yeah, it's not my mess, but actually it's ruining my view of the world. So, yeah, it is actually my responsibility to pick it up. So, anyway, just going off on one. Um, so, the other day, we black-bagged her room. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's quite a funny thing. I think it might only be in the northeast. If you get black-bagged, it means somebody's chugging you out. But we didn't chuck it all out. We put it into the my bedroom. And so, there are seven sacks of clothes and shoes and just general spoiled brat rubbish in my bedroom. And all she now has to do is get, take a sack, sort it out give it to charity because a lot of it will need to go to charity so she's going to do good but I'm just going to write the date we put the sacks in the room (laughs) but it solved a problem that's been getting on my nerves for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks so my call to action today is what is getting on your nerves and what can you do about it? And if you can't do anything about it, then what is the actual problem? Why does it get on your nerves? Because I always think that when something gets on your nerves, it's something to do with you. Like, you know, um, I don't know. I think when people chew their food with their mouth open, that gets on my nerves. But why don't we say to the person, can you shut your mouth? just thinking about that if you were on a date in a restaurant with a guy and he was or, or a girl and they were eating the dinner with their mouth open and you said can you shut your mouth oh honestly so 
The other thing is, is why don't you get a magic wand this week and why don't you get a morning partner and, and, and have a look on my social media because the, the magic wand therapy posters there. It's also in the shop at spreadthehappiness.co.uk. But why don't you like just start introducing that? And if you work somewhere that's full of morning minis, why don't you take them a magic wand? You can get them on eBay and Amazon and just take them a magic wand and say, look, we're only going to allow three-minute moans. And you know what the truth about Magic One Therapy is? When you introduce it into a workplace, you reduce the amount of negativity. I would reckon, I don't know the statistic because I've never done research, but I know that people just start moaning and people start flashing Magic ones. And I think that's a brilliant way. Like, because sometimes you do need to get stuff off your chest, don't you? Like, I can't deny that bedroom of mess has been getting on my nerves. I can't deny that I was too tired when I came in from work to listen to a minor petrol crisis. Because in the grand scale of things, all of these things aren't huge. And, you know, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Mark, with a C, uh, he spilt water on his MacBook Pro. And he, he knows the value of life. He knows the value of happiness. And he said... He just kind of giggled thinking of all the places in his bag that water could go. Why was it on his MacBook Pro? But he parceled it up and he sent it off. And he said to me, do you know what, Jeanette? Nobody really died and hopefully they'll fix it or they'll send me a new one. Now, how many people would do that over a precious piece of equipment? How many people have dropped their phones and had like a whole pure meltdown? Like... This is what it's about. This is what happiness attitudes are about. It's about getting over it, moving on, and moving on really quickly. And when the wind's blowing, are you flying your kite or are you chucked up saying, oh, isn't it blustery today? <laughs> I give you a challenge. If you live in the UK, start talking about how much you love the weather. Whatever weather it is every day, I'm going to go out today and I'm going to go, whoa, I love the wind, it drives my washing. Whoa, I love the wind, I love to feel the wind in my hair. Whoa, I hope I do a Marilyn Monroe today and my skirt blows right up in the wind. <laughs> that did happen to me once in front of a builder. And me and that builder will never forget that moment. But luckily, everyone, I had my best pants on. I'll leave you with that. I'm going off now to find me mum and get me magic wand. Take care. And I will see you for another happiness injection soon. Woo! I love the weather.